listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back to another week of Nonstop Mom. I'm Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you for joining me again. Um, you can find me on Instagram under Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Also, uh, head on over to Facebook. We've got a page, Nonstop Mom. We've got a lot of wonderful ladies, uh, new ladies that um, I don't know, a lot that I do know. And it's just been really great to uh have conversations with you, answer questions. Uh, A lot of people are writing in. So if you have any questions or you have a topic that you'd like to hear, please make sure you send it over to me. Uh, This week, I'm going to be talking on self-control. I'm going to be talking about how emotions that we have, you know, women are emotional beings. And, you know, we have to keep that in check. Uh, So how our emotions contribute to everyday life and how we can work the word daily to become a woman of self-control, to become a wife of self-control, to become a mom of self-control. That is a big key word. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. So it's a major uh, uh, spiritual aspect that we have to live by, but it sets the tone for our home. It sets the tone for where we are. You know, I I know a lot of women who, you know, you have that saying, they wear their emotions on their sleeve. You know exactly what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what they're going through. And, you know, as a Christian woman, we have to keep that in check. It cannot be bled over and then affects our children's lives, our husband's lives, or you know, friends, people we're around. So that's just the topic I'm going to be speaking on this week is how to keep our emotions in check, how to be a woman of self-control. Uh, you know, in James 3, 10, it says, And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. You know, it's saying like one minute we're completely fine, we're happy. You know, you know those people that like you can be around that are uh, a roller coaster, or you always say that saying like it's they're walking on eggshells around this person because you never know. That's the last thing you want your husband to think of you or your children. Like, what is the next thing that's gonna set mom off? Uh, What's the next thing, you know, that's going to just completely tick my wife off? I don't know. One minute she cares about it. The next minute she doesn't. And it's like we have to walk in a way of the fruit of the spirit of self-control. We cannot go around uh, saying all these wonderful things about you know, our children, for instance, you know, yes, they can drive us completely crazy. uh, But it doesn't mean you have to let them know that you don't have to have a fit every time. You know, yes, there are mistakes that happen, you know, and and there are things that are considered foolish. You know, you've told your kid, you know, listen, you cannot be swinging your arms around at the table when you have a cup of grape juice, it's going to spill. You know, and then they keep doing what you've taught them not to do, and it spills, and you get mad. I, you know, understandable. 
But for every little thing, you cannot attack them and then call them stupid. They're idiots for doing this, you know, and then the next minute you're kissing them all up, you know, because an hour later you're happy about something and it's just not a consistent behavior. We're not called as Christian women to be like that. We're called to be stable-minded, to have an emotion where people are not going to be unsure of your reaction, but be sure that you're grounded in the Word of God. And so I know I, I get a lot of people that write in like, how do you take your time and do this? I've got a two-year-old. I've got a three-year-old. When can I fit this in? But in all reality, we all have a time in our day where there's something that we're doing that is just for us. You know, I know you're probably thinking like, yeah, right, I'm nursing, I've got a three-year-old, I'm running around for sports. But there is always a little part of our day that is devoted to us, whether we get in bed and we watch a show for an hour, you know, before we go to sleep, or in the morning we get up and we read our newspaper with the cough with you know with our coffee. So we have to take those times. So if that's going to be your only time during the day to have your downtime, then you have to take that seize the opportunity to take that as your time with the Lord. Because we can't meditate like the Bible says to meditate on his word and and then expect, you know, it's like when you get squeezed, what's going to come out? You know, when you when you squeeze a lemon or a lime, you got that juice, you know, what's getting ready to come out. What when someone's when something when you're squeezed with something, what's going to come out? Are you is the word of God and what you've learned, what you've read, what you've put in your spirit going to come out? Or is it just going to be fits of rage and anger and and it's not self-controlled and you're not patient? So it's really important that we as moms or wives, you know, working, we're busy, a lot depends on us. You know, when you're running a household, a lot depends on you. But it's still important to take, you know, a lot of people write in and say, well, what, when, when can I find the time? But it's like, you can just tell your kid, listen, you go watch a movie for 30 minutes or a TV show, you know, them watching a TV show for 30 minutes is not going to kill them because they're looking at the TV screen, you know, so don't feel like I'm a bad mom because I'm not making crafts with them or I'm not, you know, making them do their alphabet at one years old. You're fine. They're going to be smart and everyone's going to live. So just tell them, listen, here's a movie for 30 minutes or, you know, here's a show you want to watch for 20 minutes on Netflix. I'm going to read my Bible. So it's really about making plans, making a schedule and putting what is important first. Do it during nap time. You know, when your child's sleeping, go ahead instead of watching, you know, Grey's Anatomy or some mindless show that's not going to benefit your life. This is us. Yeah, I, I, I haven't even seen any of those two shows. I just know they're really popular. But take the time to devote yourself to the word of God to get that in your spirit. Because 
you can walk at a different level than than other moms of this world, even other Christian moms of this world. We are to look different at all times. So with that being said, how you decide to let your emotions come out is going to set the tone in your home. So as a born-again Christian mom, we know that what? That we're a new creature, so we have to have a new attitude. Uh, in order to be transformed, our mind needs to be renewed, and we have to meditate on the word, like I said at the beginning. So you, it's important that you take the time to get the word inside of you, because if not, you're just constantly going to be frustrated with the day. Frustrated, you have to drive everybody to you know sports practice. Frustrated, you have to go to work. Frustrated, you have to make dinner. Frustrated when somebody makes a spill in the house or breaks something. Frustrated now that I've got to do laundry. Okay, now that i got to do laundry, I have to fold laundry. So it's like one thing builds up after another and until you just burst and then you're just completely angry at everybody and take it out and no one even knew all that stuff was being built up. But we have to operate in the fruit of the spirit of self-control. Nobody is sitting there doing their devotions or spending time in the Word, praying in the Holy Spirit, and yelling at their kids at the same time. So that's what I'm saying is like if you're filling yourself up with that, the other is not going to come out. I'm not saying that we don't ever get angry, but when we feel that anger and rage to want to burst out on our children or our husband, we know that we can control it. So just going to go over a few things with you. Learning how to exchange angry reactions for biblical spirit-filled responses. That is something that we have to learn. This is going to allow us to enjoy our children, our environment that we're in, enjoy our husbands more. You know, if we learn to control our words and what comes out and keep our words in check, everything is affected by our tongue. Relationships, how we perform performance at our job, our duties at home, attitudes, everything is controlled like I read at the beginning in James 3 of our tongue. Blessing and cursing can't come out. It also says in James that no man can tame the tongue. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And that's where we jump over to the fruits of the Spirit. Being filled is important. I mean, we can't operate uh, by the way of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. You know, that's given to us as as uh, Christian Spirit-filled people. You know, sinners can't operate in the fruits of the Spirit. They don't have that. So this is a bonus that we have, that we also have, but we also have to choose to walk in. You know, self-control out of all the fruits of the Spirit, I believe, is, is paramount. It's, it's massive. It's big. It's the most important because of all the fruits, um, you make a choice. You make a choice to love. You make a choice uh, to have joy. So you have to have that self-control to make the choices for the other fruits of the Spirit. So there's three things we have to understand with self-control, and we have to understand that it is, uh, it's spiritual. 
So when you go to Galatians 5.17, it says, The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you're not free to carry out your good intention. But, in verse 18, but when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. And then also, you know, if you go on, it's, it, it's a lot of reading, but I wanted to finish it here. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, there it is, quarreling, there it is, jealousy, outbursts of anger, right there, selfish ambition, dissension, uh, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So listed there are some really extreme uh, results of a sinful nature, and then there's ones that don't seem that uh, strong, outbursts of anger, hostility, quarreling. But all of that is the complete opposite of how we're supposed to live in peace and self, self-control. So even though you might not think, you know, you look at all the other stuff, like sexual immorality as being something major, but it's also listed right there with hostility, quarreling, and outbursts of anger. So all of that equally is major uh, to not inherit the kingdom of God. And then in verse 22, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So we have to understand, number one, that there's a, a war daily, a, a, an internal war within our spirit and our flesh. You know, the battlefield is our mind. We have to understand that even though we may be feeling something, we don't have to take action on it. We have a choice. Our self-control will determine everything else that happens for the rest of the day, the way we act. How we act in that moment over a reaction of our children, what they do, what they did, how they're reacting, will determine how the rest of the day goes. And that all leaks over into everyone else's, that's why I said at the beginning, it sets the tone in your home. It leaks over into everyone. You know, when you have like a mom who is upset about something, giving everyone the silent treatment, you know, that just leaks over. Then you have dad, he's upset because his wife's upset and she's giving the silent treatment. Then the kids don't know what to do. Moms argue, you know what I mean? Like it just goes from no, like, complete uproar and no peace and it makes everyone crazy and it all started with how one person decided to either have self-control or lose control over a situation all right number two by the spirit's power uh in our new covenant we have we are then empowered by the spirit to walk in self-control Okay, so like I said earlier, uh, the battlefield 
is considered your mind. So if we look over in Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, I plead you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. All right, so number three is the importance of the renewing of your mind. How can we renew our mind? We can do it by the word of God. Like I said at the beginning, read the word of God. It freshens our spirit each and every day. We get, when we read the word of God, we get a new revelation of it. I mean, to this day, you should be getting a revelation a new revelation of the word every time you read. You can read one verse that you read 10 years ago and read it now, and there will be a whole new insight and revelation to that word. So the word of God is never ending. It never gets old. It's never ending. There's new stuff within it at all times. Number two, set your mind on things above. His thoughts need to be your thoughts. His ways, like the Bible says, need to be your ways. And number three, taking captive every imagination. And we can find that in 2 Corinthians 10.5. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And then another, uh, like a bonus, (laughs) I believe, would be praying in the Holy Spirit. If you make time for these things... Self-control will become a natural attribute to your life, a natural fruit of the Spirit to walk in, and then everything else can flow clearly uh, within your behavior, within your words. I get it. We all have our days where it could feel overwhelming. You know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I homeschool two out of my three kids right now, Uh, help my husband run a ministry, take care of a house on on top of a hundred other things people are pulling you in all different directions but at the end of the day how is our reaction to what we're being asked to do how is our reaction to things going on around us how's our reaction to our children when they mess up when they make a mistake when they're having a fit you know when my kids are having a fit I'm not like telling you to have self-control where you don't discipline them but there are different ways I mean you don't get to the point where it's abusive but you get to the point where biblically like the Bible says yes you you do spank them but you don't do it out of anger so you have to get that balance down but you do that by being filled with the Holy Spirit walking in his word, walking in the spirit, renewing your mind, and increasing that that word intake daily. Like I said, there's always going to be a chance throughout your day. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, I need five minutes to myself, take that opportunity, pop on preaching on YouTube, find a good podcast, 
of, um, you know, preaching some of my favorite uh, ministers, uh, Bill Winston, Rod Parsley, Kenneth Copeland, you know, obviously I love, love my husband, uh, my cousin Jonathan Shuttlesworth, my cousin Adala Shuttlesworth. You know, there's there's an unlimited resources out there for you to get uh, powerful, life-changing words. So if you don't always have that moment to sit down and read and you have a moment to listen while you're driving in the car, take every opportunity to get that filled in with your spirit to make it strong. So with all of this said, I believe (laughs) we have to learn to just let the Holy Spirit guide us, go with the flow, not let things uh, build up inside of us where we end up bursting and changing the attitude and the environment around us. Hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I'd love to hear from you. Please contact me. Continue to send me messages and questions and anything specific that's uh, going through your mind. I would love to hear from you. Look me up on Instagram, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Uh, Facebook is Nonstop Mom. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. Bye.